You're listening to the Athletic Motion Golf Podcast. I'm Mike Renato, and I'm here with my good buddy and co-founder in AMG, Sean Webb. We have one goal with this podcast, to help you improve your game. We're going to do that by showing you what the best players in the world do, and then show you how to incorporate those same moves into your own swing. And we're going to do it all in 15 minutes or less. Today's episode is brought to you by Live View Golf. We use the Live View Pro every day in lessons because it gives our golfers the necessary feedback for improvement. The Live View Pro is like having a swing studio in your pocket. It's a tool we recommend to anyone serious about improving their swing. Check it out at liveviewsports.com backslash AMG to get $40 off at checkout. All right, Sean, I think we may have been the only ones who haven't discussed what's kind of been dominating the whole news cycles for the last couple months with the PGA Tour, what they're going through with the Live Golf scenario, with the DP World Tour, how kind of men's professional golf is kind of in a big state of flux right now. And we're not going to get into the politics of everything and and, and where personal opinions, because they get quite heated, uh, as you probably I'm sure aware of. But I want to talk more about the golf aspect of it. Like aside from everything else. Yeah, just just the golf of it. What is it about a different option other than what the PGA Tour consistently does and the PGA Tour has a long track record of putting on they're really good at putting on golf tournaments, but they're typically with the exception of New Orleans now, they're typically typically 72 hole stroke play events. Mm-hmm. Right? Most of us don't play that. In fact, I'd say probably many of you listening to this that may have never played a 72-hole stroke play event. We play more of what they're doing on the live, which is more of a, a shotgun start, right? More kind of a team event. And, um, you know, it could be 18 holes, 36, 54. There are other alternatives out there that I think would be interesting to see the best players in the world play. Especially if, if you like the aspect of the team event. Yeah, right, you guys are out there playing not only for themselves, but they're they're playing for their team, and that that can be fun to watch. You know, you think about the Ryder Cup aspect of it, and um, you know, week in and week out, these guys are are kind of have some camaraderie, and you can follow your team. And I mean, there's some there's some value to that. All right, so let's say you and I magically found six hundred billion dollars. <laughs> Our <laughs> NFTs really started to pop. Yeah, yeah. six hundred billion. <laughs> All right, and we wanted to start our own golf league. Mm-hmm. Right? We wanted to compete with the PGA Tour, with the DP World Tour. Are there any things that you would like to see? What would you like to see out of a tour that's not currently being done? Hmm. So that's a that's a good, that's a good question. I, I think for one, having played under the NCAA in a previous life. I would like to see the players have, by and large, the, the control over their NILs, the name, image, and likeness. Mm. I think that would create um, their flexibility to move in and out of different leagues to ultimately give us, the viewers, the best golf product. Okay. So that that's one I think we could we could agree on that. Hopefully, that uh, you know, giving the players the freedom to do what they want to do with regards to where they play, I think is a big deal for getting them to play their best more often. Yeah. And and the one thing you can say about all of this is that, you know, golf is becoming more and more mainstream and this is, this is creating more of that. 
you know, more people are going to learn about golf, even just checking out, Hey, what is going on between the tour and the, right. I, I think overall you're going to see more growth in the game just from it being in the news cycle a lot more. Absolutely. Kind of the going under the mantra of, you know, publicity, bad publicity is even good publicity. Exactly. It's just promoting the game because it's in front of people every single day. It's all anybody's talking about. I mean, we talked to someone the other day that's out on the road a lot on the PGA tour and just said, this is the, this is all anybody's talking about. Right. So in that regard, um, I think it, it can be a good thing in that way to just to more people learning about golf and they might even go play just because, well, I mean, it's, it's turned into something different than it was five years ago. Even through COVID, it exploded. Right. Because I feel like it took a dip for a while. COVID jumped it up a notch, and now I think this is going to even bring it up another notch as far as awareness and people wanting to go play. Well, kind of going into COVID, right, there was that there was kind of a lull in it. And then coming out of COVID is when Bryson completely changed his body, yeah, his style of play, and, you know, ushered in – kind of a lot of excitement like you had back in the day with the exactly. home run, the home run race, oh, yeah. right? Yeah, that really, exactly. That really infused a lot of, okay. One golfers were itching to see some, some professional golf. And then two, you had this new aspect of it that really kind of reinvigorated it. So I, I guess what I'm trying to say is what are some things that in our fictional league that we would do to give us an advantage over the other leagues? One, I think is the NILs, right? These players should have, they're the ones making the league successful, whether it's PJ Tour, DP Tour, the Live Tour. They should have their NILs. I think, too, if you have a tour card, if, if you're coming into the Athletic Motion Golf Tour and you have a tour card, you should get a base salary. I don't, I don't think it makes sense to have your tour card right now and not make $0 and still have all those associated expenses with Teeing it up for that week. Yeah, maybe just your baseline expenses covered. Right. So you're right. not going in the hole trying to. Right. <laughs> it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. I don't know the logistics behind all that. And doesn't matter. We got six hundred billion. We'll yeah. figure that out. Yeah. This is like that seems like it would make sense if you were going to start a tour and you want to attract the best players. You you help take care of their expenses and the caddies. I think you're exactly right because you know we get used to seeing the very top players, you know, the guys that have private jets and all that, there's three-fourths or certainly half, probably closer to three-fourths of those professional golfers on those tours who fly commercial like we do, who stay in. You probably see them on some planes that you've been on. Yep, who stay in the same hotels that we mm -hmm. stay in and who are coming out of pocket when they miss a cut. And, you know, to put that in perspective – the average tour player only makes forty percent of the cuts, right? Per year. So if you go to if you go to work and you're only getting paid forty percent of the time you show up to work, your expenses didn't decrease. Mm -hmm. You have to come out of pocket for those. So I don't think if you're on that level mm -hmm. and you've earned the right to be a top tier professional golfer, that you know there should be a base salary involved with that. Have you thought about it like any other sport? Like, let's say a uh, Let's say you're let's say you're the hundredth player on the on the PGA Tour, right? So basically, you're you're considered probably one of the hundred best in the world at what you do. It's at not a point. stretch, yeah. You know, I don't know what the hundredth player makes minus expenses. It's probably not all that much. I think it's just about a million dollars to keep your card now going on the old one twenty five. So you're 
probably one without having the numbers in front of me, probably between one and one and a quarter. And so after all your expenses are paid, you're paying your caddies and, and all that, at the end of the day, you're the hundredth person in the world doing this. And I mean, I don't know what you're making after expenses, half a million. Uh, well, you're depending on where you live. That's, With, well, that's your first expense is taxes. Yeah. yeah. But if you're the hundredth player in the major leagues, Baseball, let's say, I mean, you you can retire in set, let's say five to seven years. There's a league minimum in all the you other see what sports. I'm saying? If yeah. you're the hundredth best player, you've you've made enough to retire within seven years or whatever, right? Right, and Ten you know we're, we're talking about professional sports, so we're not comparing this. <coughs> excuse me, to you know school teachers, firefighters, right? This is a different. This is professional sports. It's entertainment. Yeah, so they're going to make more than the average human. Right, the average American, the average European. Yeah. There's a lot of money in these sports. It's about allocating these revenues to those who make the money, yeah. right, or to or make the sport possible. Uh, so yeah, there's a league minimum in all these other sports, and and in 2022, those league minimums are very high. <clears throat> and and I don't know why it's set up the way it is. Why the, I mean, maybe just because that's the way the tour's done it all these years, and they haven't changed. But well, it's set up because of the nonprofit status that uh, the PJ Tour currently has, and that and that you know affords them about what I've read about a four hundred anywhere to four to six hundred million dollar tax break. Okay, so there's a reason <laughs> it's not that way now. But with our fictional league. I think that would be something we would change. We probably well, if we want to pay the guys, maybe we have to have our for-profit league. We'd have to have a for-profit league, yeah, right? So that's something that we we would change. Yeah, that's exactly right. Because we would want to make there to be have a league minimum. Yeah, so so the guys are happy, you know. Right. Well, <laughs> not happy. Just kind of you know, if you're on that level, you should have somewhat job security for that season. It's funny, yeah, because. Yeah, what in golf is interesting too. You you know you don't have any guaranteed contracts or anything. I mean, you get right. hurt, you're you're out. The next doesn't year. matter if you're number one on the money list. Yeah. If you make that swing, hit a tree root, it you're could done. end your career. You're done. And and you know, and that's probably why you see some of these guys. You know, yes, you know, the money is good over there, right? And some of them are thinking themselves probably, well, I've got this nagging injury. I mean, I don't know this is going on, but I'm just saying, if it was mm-hmm. me, I've got this bad injury that's. Keeps nagging me. I mean, I could make a swing, and my back is done. I mean, for pers- me personally, and someone offers me, you know, fifty million dollars to go play, guaranteed money, and all that. You know, there's no. It's hard to pass up, especially if you got your family to think about, three, four kids, a wife you're trying to take care of, and all of a sudden you're thinking, well, man, this this wrist injury or my back injury, if this doesn't go away, I, I'm done. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if any of us would take. A, a guaranteed salary or pass on a guaranteed salary to take a what if salary. Yeah. Right. A performance kind of salary. You're still basing. You can still achieve more by playing well, right? The best players are always going to make, make the more. most money, but having that base salary in there, just like NFL, the NBA, major leagues, I mean, that base salary is kind of should go with you being on that level of, of your sport. You would think, but like you said, it's the status that the tour has, has set up as, and I guess that's why. I mean, golf is steep in tradition and that's one of the traditions. You don't make money unless you make a cut. Exactly right. So it's, it's interesting times we're in, you know, um, but you know, on that point, 
and kind of quietly because I don't still don't think most people know this. The majors have adopted it. The players' championship has adopted it, and I don't know if any other tournaments have adopted it. You get paid if you're in the field. I didn't know so that. even if there's a cut, I didn't know you're still going to make a paycheck and a certain amount of money. Now that's not it's excluding the the no cut events. These okay. are cut events. If you're in the field, you're getting a check. Wow. If you're in the players. It makes sense, right? Right. <clears throat> and maybe that's what it goes down to. If you make it into the field, you're going to get, you know, three grand or five grand or whatever. To help cover something. Right. Um, so, again, that's probably something we, we, we would add. Right. So, all right. So, the NILs, kind of a, a league minimum, we'll call it. Yeah. Is there anything by way of format or anything that you like that you would like to see changed or added to? I mean, something that we would have to have. I mean, you would think we'd have to have some way to have world ranking points. And I don't know if that means we have to go to a four-day tournament, which I'm assuming you would have to do. It would be it would be an advantage to do four days. Yeah. Yeah. So, that you know, if it was my tour, we'd probably have to look into that and say, what do we have to do to make sure we get these world ranking points so the guys can play in the majors if they decide that – if these – tournaments decide that they're allowed to long term and I don't know the answer to that and I'm I'm not going to get into that I just that would be something we would have to decide if we're going to go to four days and that's really a very unique you talk about the other pro sports that's very unique to golf in that you know the NBA finals is run by the NBA the Super Bowl and the playoffs they're all run by the NFL so unique the PGA Tour does not run any of the four majors it's wild so those are four little independent kind of organizations, you know, and the Masters having the smallest field of them all, they can do anything they want to do with regards to who plays in their tournament. Yeah. So everything right now is, you know, heavily based on world ranking points. So I say that would almost have to be a necessity to, like, whatever our league has to do to guarantee world ranking points, I think would have to be a high priority. And that's the one thing about this whole thing that's surprising me a little bit is that they're still jumping ship, even though there's no guarantee there's going to be world ranking points, which to me tells me they might have feel like they have some leverage later on to get those points. So there's it's tough. A there's a lot of, of faith stuff going on. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on. But I do know um, there's a lot more people jumping than I thought would. Well, because you know we would want to attract, you know, the players like. The, the Mickelsons, the Tigers, the guys who are who are on the backside of their career and, and in some cases may be the end of their, you know, career short of the Champions Tour. Mm-hmm. And then you also – so they may not care as much about their majors because, you know, deep in your 40s, your chances of winning a major are about like making a 40-footer or less. But you also got to be able to attract the young guys, the up-and-comers, the guys who are right in the meat of their career. They're not going to want to give up. A chance at history. Oh, right? yeah, as far as the majors? Yeah. Yeah, the majors thing is this is what these guys all live it's, for. It's kind of the linchpin for the whole thing, I think. It is. And I don't think any of the majors have come out yet and basically flat out said no, have they? Not yet. Not Which yet. is interesting. I think everyone's just kind of taking a sit back and see what happens approach, except for the guys that have already gone. The other guys, I'm sure tons of them have, they've all probably gotten an offer. Anybody in the top, what, 50? Uh, it's hard to imagine it not being discovered. The agent right? having gotten a call. Yeah, everybody's probably gotten a call. I, I think actually, I think that um, Norman said he sent out two hundred initial oh, letters. Wow. So I know they they sent a letter to this kid who just won the Corn Ferry event. Mm-hmm. So I mean, 
They're, they're, they're actively recruiting. They're actively recruiting. Which is what it takes to start something new. Yeah, and, and this is it's probably just common human nature that the tourists, you know, fighting back full force. I mean, they're, they got something to lose, right? Well, it's a, it's a threat now. They haven't had a threat. They have a pretty good monopoly on professional golf. Yeah. And there's a, there's a change. And uh, it's, it's not – hopefully the viewer are the ones that benefit from it. But if I'm one of those majors – Right, I'm concerned about my tournament having the best field, and that's what it's all about. Like, right. why, why would you want your Why would you want your major not to have the best players? Right, because then it's uh, the other 51 weeks of the year doesn't really doesn't yeah. really concern me. Is it like <clears throat> okay? Is this really the best player at this time? Maybe right. not. Right, because if you're telling these guys they can't play, I mean, you got some good players over there. You can't tell me Dustin Johnson can't win another major before he's done playing, right? Or Bryson, or yeah, Abraham answer right. Or any of these guys well, can do it. Yeah, and this week supposedly another top ten guy. You know, we've been throwing it around trying to figure out who it is. I mean, I don't have any idea who it is. Oh, uh, is that is that the rumor now? Yeah. Another top ten? It seems yeah. to be that way every week. Like starting next week, I guess. Wow. So I mean, so those names in the hat. If you get one more guy, if you get a one more strong guy, especially a top ten, this is going to be very interesting. What what happens and. What a crazy time we're in. It, competition is good, right? It already good. it's forcing the tour to find a few extra million dollars. Yeah, so I mean. I right, and the, the Corn Ferry right, Tour is right. getting stronger. You know, so if nothing else, it's going to strengthen the one left standing. Yeah, the, the Corn Ferry is an interesting one. I just feel like there probably ought to be more money out there for those guys too. That's a tour that has been, you know, we've, We've both worked with players out there. Yeah. And to be the only feeder, which is changing, you know they're bringing back the yeah. automatic Q yes. school to the tour. Yes. I think. But for the last time. several years, being that the only way, those guys have been way overworked as far as where they've had to travel to and, and the schedule compared to what they can make. I mean, it, it's just – it's been an underserved tour for the money that's involved that the PJ tour has that it hasn't been invested in that tour. I feel like so it's it good to a, see that changing. Yeah, I feel like it could be a, a cool product. Yeah. You know, these up and coming guys trying to duke it out to get on the tour, but they just don't. I think there's a lot of television opportunities. There's a lot of interesting, you know, we've, we've been in the ropes and, and seen kind of what goes on into getting from that tour to the tour. And it would be a very, very interesting TV series. Pick up a few guys and follow them. Yes. It'd be a very cool thing to see that it's not been utilized yet. And it's just another way of, you know, you hear the term growing the game, which gets way overused, I think. It's another way for all of us to kind of live that lifestyle and see the other end other than the private planes. You see guys splitting rental cars and you see guys sharing hotels. You see the other end of professional golf that's not glamorous at all. And as far as that goes, I mean, I like watching the Champions Tour. I feel like it's mm-hmm. a more relatable tour to the average guy. The guys yep. aren't hitting it 370 yards off the tee. I mean, I feel like, you know, probably a little more money could be spread around out there. It's a it's a fun format. Again, it's just three days, no cuts, right? right? right. And Nobody and, has a problem with that. Yeah, nobody has a problem with that. And uh, it's, it's a fun tour to watch because you, you can relate to those guys and you watched them your whole life, basically, right? You got there watching early yeah. yells. So, a lot of questions. I yeah. mean, this is something we – this is kind of that 19th hole discussion yeah. where you get a lot of opinions. We try to keep it 
not the heated opinions on, you know, your political views, just strictly about the game of golf. I think there's a lot, probably more questions right now than we have answers for. Yeah. But I think kind of taking the approach of if we were starting a tour, what would we want? That's kind of the things that we always talked about that would be cool to see in professional golf. Yeah, leaving everything outside of it, you know, what what would make an ideal tour? And I think, <clears throat> I mean, you and I don't have $600 billion later on, so it's kind of a moot point. But, I mean, if we did, if we did, those are the, some of the things that we think that w- we would add. <laughs> yeah. Uh, then again, if you have that much money, would, would starting a professional golf tour be the first thing on your mind? No, and I haven't, Maybe quite, not. I haven't quite figured that one out yet either. Just I'd to like know. to have that decision one day. I, I don't, not understanding <laughs> where, where they're going with this, like what's the whole you know, end game to doing that. But um, yeah, it's their money. And it's good. It's one of those if you won the lottery, what would you do kind of questions, yeah. right? So it's, it's fun to think about all these changes from that perspective. I think certainly in the tour as it stands, and they're already doing this, can improve in a number of areas. Yeah. I think the players, like now there's more incentive of ever than ever of being a really, really good golfer. You've got a lot of opportunities available to it. I mean, think about that. Yeah. It's I mean, a great time to be in professional go out golf. And win a major, like how much money are they going to offer this Matthew Fitzpatrick? I mean, right. it just changed his whole life. Yep. Because they're going after major winners. It's going to be interesting. It's going to shake out, and hopefully it won't get tied up in the court system for like everything else. But it'll be interesting, and hopefully all of us who view it and enjoy golf on that level will will benefit from it. It'll be everything. We'll get help in the long run. We'll see. We'll see.